What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place and I'm happy that you're here. All right, guys, so let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys to give me an idea to make beetroots worth farming. Uh, That is quite a challenge. And a lot of you guys came up with very similar answers to this. Uh, So I kind of cut it down to the four answers I thought kind of encapsulated what everybody's ideas were. And so let's start here with Void Strider. And Void Strider's idea was golden beetroot. You can craft them like a golden carrot with gold nuggets, and they have good saturation that give you slow falling and thorns without armor for 15 seconds. I really liked that idea a lot because golden beetroot kind of seemed like if you if you uh, had the slow falling and thorns um, effect on you, then it's sort of like a good sort of getaway. Uh, kind of food so it's something that you want to use when you're trying to escape a group of mobs maybe you're being attacked on um, a mountaintop and you eat the golden beetroot you get these effects and they're attacking you and while they're attacking you you know you they take damage because of the thorns but then you don't have to worry about taking fall damage because you have slow falling might be pretty cool and i thought that was a very interesting idea doc says you can cook beetroot to make beet chips similar to real life and beet chips would also give you one minute of jump boost um i like the i like that a lot of people were kind of connecting beets to having some sort of effect on the player so a jump boost effect would be interesting as well Michael said you can tame armadillos with beetroot. And of course, I thought this was a great idea too because armadillos being a new mob in the game, we don't know if they're going to be tameable, but at least breedable would be really cool because we do want to create armadillo um, farms for that, you know, scute that they're going to be dropping. And so breeding them with beetroot might be really, really interesting. Uh, as well as just giving beetroot a an additional use. I think you can use beetroot to actually breed pigs, if I'm not mistaken, but being able to, in addition to that, breed armadillos, because beetroot are pretty, you know, useless, I think that would be a really cool idea as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And finally, we have the Spleef Hazard, and they wrote, When in a potion, they would give saturation and take away all negative potion effects, but not the positive ones, making it better than milk. So having some sort of uh, effect, um, negative effect negation potion, so you you have a bunch of effects on you, you want to keep the good ones, but you want to take away the bad ones. Drinking milk would sort of wipe the slate clean, but if you have this additional potion, you can take away all of the negative ones and keep the good ones. I thought that was a pretty creative idea 
as well. Well, guys, thank you so much for these ideas. And if you want your ideas to be read out on a future episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can in an upcoming episode. Before we get into the main discussion, I do want to remind you guys that I do want to open up a Discord connected to this podcast. So if you are interested in being a moderator for that Discord and you're over 18 years old or at least 18 years old and you have a little bit of experience in this area, please send me an email to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com and let me know that you're interested. Once I have five people lined up to take that moderator position on a Discord, I will make an announcement as to when that Discord can be expected to open. So please, if you are at least 18 years old and you are interested in being a moderator, please send me an email to let me know. And uh, in addition to that, guys, don't forget we have the one block challenge. Uh, You have until Thursday to give me your idea for the one block challenge. The theme for the current challenge is storage. So give me one idea for a block Um, that has something to do with storage in Minecraft. The details for this challenge are going to be in the description of this episode. So go down there and uh, send me your ideas for the One Block Challenge. The winners, again, will be read out on the Friday's episode, so I need these answers by Thursday. All right, guys, that being said, let's get into the main discussion for this episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, last week, we had a pre-release. We had Minecraft 1.20.3 pre-release 2. So in addition to a bunch of bug fixes that we're not really going to go over, this pre-release actually brought an interesting change to the Breeze Wind Charges. And for those of you who don't know, the Breeze is going to be a new mob that we're going to find in a structure called the Trial Chambers. The Breeze is uh, essentially just think about a blaze, but instead of being fire-themed, it is wind-themed instead. So instead of shooting fireballs at you, as the Breeze does, the Breeze will shoot these things called wind charges. Um, and wind charges are basically little projectiles that when they uh, hit a solid object, whether that's a block or an entity in the world, they basically explode and create an area of effect that gives you knockback. So this is going to be a very interesting mob to fight in the Trial Chambers. The Breeze Wind Charge doesn't actually do a whole bunch of damage to you as a player, but you need to be looking out for the knockback effect that it has, um, as well as its ability to interact with redstone components such as buttons and levers and trapdoors, because this thing is going to be springing traps on you. So that's really what you want to be looking out for when it comes to the Breeze Wind Charge. But again, they brought a new change to the Breeze Wind Charge in that the Breeze Wind Charge can now break decorated pots, chorus flowers, and pointed dripstone upon collision. So whereas the Breeze Wind Charge could previously only interact with very few Um, redstone components, it actually can interact with a few more things that are not actually redstone uh, related. These things are not 
um, buttons or levers, these things are the decorated pots, the cores, flowers, and pointed dripstone. So obviously this change is good for automated farms if you want to have some sort of breeze-powered dripstone farm or breeze-powered uh, breeze chorus flower farm. Uh, this would be really, really good for that and very interesting to see. I've seen a lot of people create things like wither-powered farms. Um, and things like that, or even uh, ravager-powered farms, where the ravager basically acts like a, a tractor and mows down crops. And things like that are very fascinating. I don't know how practical they are, but I do know that they seem to be very fun to put together. And once you have this thing that works, it's super satisfying to see um, this mob being manipulated to help the player in some way. So I think it's going to be obviously good for those kinds of farms. Um, but I couldn't help but kind of go off on a rabbit trail and think of how else this might affect things in the game, particularly with the question, could we be getting the ability to fire these wind charges ourselves? We have the ability to shoot fire charges um, through the dispenser. We can't actually, you know, detonate it ourselves with our hands, but we can create machines that do this. Could we be getting the ability to use wind charges in the same way? Maybe the breeze drops an item, whether that's a wind charge itself or something that can be create, used to craft a wind charge projectile. So I do think that this should be fired by the crossbow, of course, to broaden its appeal as a weapon. And I think I said as much in a previous episode in my crossbow episode on how to improve the crossbow. Um, but even if this was just used for uh, dispensers like we are able to fire uh, fire charges that of course would be just fine for me this would really tie in well with the idea of a combat update especially if we're able to shoot these things with a crossbow um, and I feel like using it in a crossbow would be really really good for more mini game type combat situations where you're not actually wanting to kill the other player or maybe you're wanting to prolong the combat so it doesn't it's not super short um, because the wind charge doesn't actually do a lot of damage, but it does have that knockback effect of that area of effect ability. And so it would almost be like Minecraft paintball in a way <laughs> where this thing isn't lethal, but it's still really, really fun to use. I don't know. That would be really, really cool to see. And I couldn't help but, you know, think of that idea after seeing this change in the pre-release. Now, while I was researching this change, I was watching Exumavoid's video on this uh, on this subject, and uh, he brought up something that I thought was really, really cool. There has been a new tag added to experimental features, and the tag is can turn in boats. And really, at this point, this tag is only applied to the breeze, but it seems like it could be applied to more mobs in the future. So, does this mean that in 1.21, mobs will be able to control boats? I know that seems kind of a big jump to make, but I think it would be really, really cool if certain mobs were able to control boats in Minecraft. Uh, two of them in particular. First of all, you have the Fisherman Villager. The Fisherman Villager, I think, would be really, really fun to see control boats, especially if you have a village that is right on a river or right on um, a shore of a, of a large body of water. You know, sometimes you have villages that, where the path goes out into some sort of dock kind of area out into the water. 
So I think it would be really cool if boats sometimes generated next to these little docks where the path goes out into the water and that fishermen villagers could get in the boats and paddle around and maybe even have some sort of fishing animation where they pull out a fishing rod and you can actually watch them fish for and pull things out of the water themselves. Um, and of course this would just be for aesthetic and just be for uh, atmosphere for villages to make them feel more alive, but this would be really, really fun to see. Another mob that would be really fun to see control boats would be pillagers, and in my opinion having groups of pillagers in boats spawn out in the ocean while you're traveling across a great a large body of water and then they all converge on you and start attacking you and it would be really really cool just to basically see a band of pirates generating out in the ocean that you have to deal with as you're traveling across I don't know that would be really fun and who knows who knows what this tag means if it means that they'll be actually able to control the boats or maybe this is just going to be somehow a change to you know, maybe nerfing boats so that we can't just trap mobs in boats and then deal with them that way. Um, maybe this is going to be a way to keep us from doing that. Who knows? But I think that that would be really cool if mobs could actually control boats. Well, guys, we didn't really have a lot to talk about in this episode, but that is okay. Don't forget to take part in the one block challenge. Your answers are going to be due on Thursday. So if you want to take part in that, get me your answers by Thursday. And that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next episode, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.